like I don't pop up on the scene and start a riot. Like I don't wake up on my mean and choose violence. Like I ain't just hit uncle for the silence. I smell pussy. I just got decided. Oh, don't you push me. I just say. All right, it's time. Uh, with no further ado, we're going to bring in L. Capone. She is from Atlanta. Uh, she is a music artist, uh, audio engineer, my apologies. And um, basically, we're going to, you know, touch base, see how she's doing, and, uh, you know, just get a vibe of what's going on with her. So, what's up, uh, L? How you doing? What's poppin'? How y'all feeling? We good, we good, we good, we good. Uh, how is it? Uh, you in Atlanta currently, or... Yeah, I'm in East Atlanta, Zone 6. Okay, what's the, what's going on down there? How's that? Zone 6, you got to let them know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I've been out of Zone 6 for a minute, so I got to represent, man. East Atlanta is my home. That's all yeah, about the I'm so right. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, so I don't know if you can hear it, but it's like mad locusts outside. So, nah. you know what I'm saying? Nature is happening. Nah, I didn't. Um, I, didn't you know, I, I can't hear that. Go ahead. Uh, nah, I can't. Right, well, I what's going on, like, but um nah, how long you uh so how long you been down there? Like you from like originally from there? No, I'm from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Oh, okay. Oh, seven five seven. Yeah, I'm from yeah. the beach. Oh, you from the state? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm in uh I'm in VA myself, so um I mean DC, but you know, I ain't too far. Well, I'm like two hours from Virginia Beach area, but uh DC area, so Oh, that's clutch. Oh, okay, yeah. Right, so I'm from the DMV. Um been down here for almost twelve years. But oh, okay. I'm like I went to Willie Franconia, Springfield, I went in Maryland or the Air Force like I'm like I'm from the DMV. Oh, right, but, right. But, I'm about to say you <laughs> sound, sound like you're from over here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. Miss but, it? but um but you know, East Atlanta been my home. It been my home long enough for me to say I'm from here now, so I ain't gonna flex on. I got you right. You, you ever miss DC? I'm a lemon. I'm a lemon pepper. I'm a lemon pepper wing. You peach drink extra crispy, extra wet. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I'm okay. from here now. I can dig yeah. it. I can dig it. Uh, all right, so we're gonna break into um to the interview though. So, um, how long you been? Uh, how long you been rapping? Um, I started writing rhymes in 1997. Okay. Okay. Um, what was it yeah, like? Was it mute? Did you all were you always like musically inclined? Were you always like, um, like, did you play any instruments? Like, or was it more so just what brought you to rap? I guess. Okay, well, so I come from a musical family on both sides. Um, so like, like a lot of our like, you know, family, you know, memories is gathered around the piano. Everybody singing. My uncle's playing the guitar. That type of stuff. So, you know, when I was young, I started writing poetry just as a way to just me with like literally childhood trauma and then it turned into rap i was um i was listening to puff daddy released the album called puff daddy and the family presents mm-hmm. and i heard yeah. that album and it was a song it was a song on that album called is this the end and i learned mm-hmm. all the twisters and um his whole verse and i was like mm-hmm. yo i'm gonna grow up and i'm gonna be a gangster and a rapper and that's yep. just, you know what i'm saying what i started doing now if you if you can first of all memorize a twister verse, yeah, it's it's, it's something. So uh, Man, my joke, I, I was trying to remember overnight celebrity for like months. My favorite joint with him is uh him and Do or Die. Uh, the, the name of the song is escaping me, but it's Do You Want to Ride in the Backseat of Caddy? That joint. Do you um, want to ride? Yeah, in the back yeah. Seat of my daddy. Hey, okay, so we out here telling our age 
Yeah, he's telling that age. That's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah no, no, I'm yeah, good. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm firmly comfortable. I'm 35. Right, right. This, yeah, is, yeah. this, is, this is an adult I'm, podcast I'm, right yeah. here, man. This yeah. is an adult show. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Hold on. We had a technical. Oh, here we go. That was me on my end. Yeah, we were saying this is, an adult, this is an adult show. Yeah, yeah. You ain't got to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. 80 babies in the building. 80 babies in the oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. That made me feel like, but like between listening to that and listening to Notorious Thugs, that made me feel like I had the delivery, at least, you know what I'm saying? Even when I'm a young kid, I'm not rapping like, you know what I'm saying? But I had the delivery. So you that saw just it. encouraged That's where me. The vision started. Yeah. And then when I got to be a teenager, like, you know, in the early 2000s, I got an opportunity to actually get in the studio. They still was on analog, real to real, but I got an opportunity to record and hear my voice and, you know what I'm saying? I actually learned how to format songs and all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, been a long journey. Right, right. It's, Still it's, going on it. Yeah, I'm about to say, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, what is it? it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. Period. And the marathon can... Yeah. But, okay, so let you me... Guys, do y'all do music? I mean, we are in it. Yeah, I, I feel like we got an audio engineer in the building. You know what I'm saying? We had chat about some analog. Like, Well, yeah, this is... Well... 100% love the audio game, love the audio interface game, um, and just love creating platforms like this just for people. Like, that's where the show name came from and everything. We talk, you listen. Um, that's just it. Just love vibing with people, you know, and, and really just promoting whatever. And that's the thing. I never wanted to be capsulized. So. But um, what do you think differs you from other female rappers? Like, what do you think you got that you bring to, like, why is it? It's like, okay, like, this is why my shit is dope. Like, this is why you should be, you know what I mean, like, listening to me. Well, I think the thing that is, um, you know what I'm saying, dope about me is the same thing that's dope about everybody is that I'm just myself. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I love to see all these different women out here just expressing themselves and being themselves unadulterated. So, I mean, the thing that makes me different might be the thing that makes me the same is that I'm just me. Like, I don't just rap. Like, I make rock, soul, blues. Like, when you ask me kind of music I make before mm-hmm. we talk, like, I told you, like, whatever kind of music you're into is the kind of music I make. I got a catalog mile long. I can play whatever you want. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when it comes to rapping, mm-hmm. I'm from a, another generation where stories matter, where bars matter. Where, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, yeah. a, it was a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? It was a feeling. And so I think that's maybe one thing, like, I'm an elder. So maybe that'd be money, one of the things that makes me a little bit different than, you know what I'm saying, the other rappers is that. I'm an elder. I come from a different generation, so that just I bring a little bit more wisdom and knowledge. And I'm a I'm gonna sit you down and talk to you because I'm not gonna I'm, I don't be in the club. You know what I'm saying? But I did come from the street, so I'm gonna sit you down and talk to you about that and make sure that you know, you know I'm saying you don't gotta go through things I went through just by listening to the story. Got you, got you. Okay, let me ask you this: since you said something interesting earlier, you said you was you know you done lived over here, you've been in the DMV, Springfield, all that. I've been over here, you know, my whole life, and coming up music for me at least coming up I was I kind of was you know similar to what you were saying more that that New York where you know the bars the stories that kind of thing and I guess I remember when I was coming up this is just me I was I couldn't fuck with Gucci till I turned into a grown man and I started understanding him and feeling but when I was a kid I used to feel like that Atlanta rap Gucci all that I was like y'all niggas ain't saying nothing it's just beats and y'all niggas ain't saying nothing. And you being from here and then being over there for 12 years, you kind of had to adjust to both scenes. So I, I'm curious, how did you adjust to the Atlanta music scene being that, especially, you know, back in the 2000s, it was so drastically different from kind of what was going on more up north? Well, I moved here to, originally in 2010. 
Okay. And so I got my feet wet just coming down here, working with different producers. And I had a blessing and opportunity to work with, like, some of the OGs, like, you know, Dungeon Family and stuff like that. So, you know, my my walk was a little bit different than most of that just come from here from other places. But when I first moved here, to be honest with you, my biggest struggle was understanding what these guys were saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I it was the vernacular. It was the vernacular for me. So mm. what I did was I listened to country renditions of Rick Tony Kwan songs. Okay. And, um, <laughs> wow. And, and I, yeah, I know it sounds crazy. Well, I didn't I know there were the country, country renditions. <laughs> Man, listen, it's, it's remixes everything. White people say everything. So I, okay. you know, so I was listening to country renditions of Rich Homie Kwan songs, and it was helping me understand the words and the stories that were being told by these people out here. And you know, from there, I just started going to different events, and um, you know, I had all the new people down here before I moved here. As I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I've heard I've heard Atlanta is a better city to network. Would would, would that be true? I, I feel like that's the networking capital. That's or that's the reputation it gets besides LA. I mean, I I would say those two. I guess the East Coast, LA, so would be Atlanta. Right would you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I would say. Uh, I mean, I would say I would I would say Atlanta is more like the East Coast, Vegas. I wouldn't I wouldn't put LA did on it, it. Did it trans? It has it transitioned since the time you've been uh-huh. down there. Oh man, it's been a lot of changes. Like I'm actually about to move from here. I'm about to move to Shreveport, Louisiana, for a little while. But it's been real. You know, it's another generation out here. Oh yeah, you know, like a whole like an entirely another age group that's on this provide. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then the people that you know, what I'm saying, were out here when I was in my young twenties. They have grown to become the people that they didn't like when they were younger. You know what I'm saying? That it's like, you know, the artists have turned into the promoters and, you know what I'm saying, the club people, you know. They the same the people villains. that we talk. <laughs> right. Yeah, so it's just like, really, I'm going to be your honey. I'm going to be a buck because I don't tell no lies. Like, this shit is a trap. It is a cycle. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Artists always come out here. Like, the same way people go to L.A., with the sale of the dream, whatever. It's really a crabs in the bucket mentality. It's very clicked up. And you gotta fight your way through that. It's very small, even though it's big. Right. It can it depends on anyone and it's messy. And I'm not a messy person. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that's just something that I like I I spend a lot of time just on my own, doing my own thing. But it's, but there are a lot of it is a place you can express yourself. It is a place that um, you know, allows you to do whatever that version of yourself is that day. So I mean it has its pros and cons. Like I, I got I got I got more love for the city than I got this thing, for sure. But it is a trap. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's wild as fuck. Man, you make it, you make it like, sound you know, more like up here. Niggas hustle and get money where we from. Like, niggas really get money. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. these niggas get money. You know what I'm saying? Like, these cold niggas get money. Like, these niggas scam. They jug. They just... Oh, you know I see what you're saying. saying. Like, oh, that's like, the hustle down yeah. there. Like, that's the yeah. hustle. Turn, yeah, how, turn the nigga what, yeah. What, what nigga am I gonna get over on today? Whose bread am I gonna like fucking finesse today? Like, that's the that's what they want. Yeah, yeah. It'd that's, be weird though. Like people, yeah, all, I, like people build whole relationships with people for years. Just damn. Like it's, it's almost sociopathic. Yeah, hey, that was literally the word that popped in my mind. Literally, I swear to God. It's not even like you know what I'm saying. For a lot of people, and it's, I'm not from 
Like I said, like I've been here for a long time, but I don't really from a different place because people live by different codes. You I know got what I'm saying? I got crazy, you. man. I thought the South was where the love was, man. Coming up, them, <laughs> I mean, them Southern artists. I felt like I felt like up here it was dog eat dog. Like niggas but, was trying to step on you to get where they going, but down there, like them niggas, they seem like they all wrap together, I, they I, all hang together. Nah, well, I, see, I was about to say, okay, I think to her point is probably the, the clicks. But go ahead, Reggie. Let me say the difference. The difference is at home, you know that's what it is. Okay. Out here, right. it's that Southern shit where they finesse <laughs> that shit with a smile. They use the like, shit you, you know just said. Like, you yeah, it's like, this friendly place. Like this yeah, like, no, it's different. It's mm-hmm. different. Damn. Damn, that's vicious. Yeah, it's a whole, that's a, that's a whole nother level. That's, that's, hey, that sounds, hey, all I can think of when she said it is a trap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that, is pr- that is yeah. the perfect word. <laughs> it sounds like a trap. And they brought the word out. <laughs> the trap. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. But, you know, God bless you, though. God I get that. Yeah, it sounds like you navigating. Um, oh yeah man I'm gonna get mine I mean for me like my walk is different anyway because I'm black I'm female I'm queer so like I got other shit that I gotta navigate in the world anyway like I'm a female artist in the world that's brand you know what I'm saying or dominated by you know what I'm saying um, this heterosexual male you know what I'm saying so I got it and I'm feminine presenting so like I have to navigate the world different I got a boss up on people letting them not fuck with me and I gotta, I gotta come extra hard. Let them know. I mean, I'm, a, I, you know, what I'm saying like I got credit, so I don't have to flex on them. But I gotta let niggas know what time it is, and so I don't come, you know, what I'm saying thinking some shit sweet and make tea over here. Okay, how how much? Well, you you kind of touched on it with the um with the uh, explanation that it's just a, a lot of traps down here. But like, do you have a particular story where the biggest finesser you ever came across? Like the guy that just bullshitted the the fucking hardest you could ever imagine. Like I couldn't believe this shit. Like you had to think about where you was at. <laughs> yeah. like, you had to look around. Like yo, this is the kind of people I'm talking to. And, and they, you, you you can leave them nameless, of course. But I'm just saying, like, is there a, a situation where you can remember? Man, you gonna have you practice what the experiences, man. I don't know about. Well, the first the first situation I got caught up in. Ever, you know what I'm saying? But the first time I like, I ain't, I don't have a whole lot of situations where I personally got the next. You know what I'm saying? Because once I, once that shit happened to me once or twice, I like, oh, this is type of shit going on, so I'm gonna be off the other shit. Okay, you know right, I feel like, that. It, right. it, it makes it, well, but, you know, <laughs> right, so, right. So, so like first starting off, you know what I'm saying? I started off, I had this, I had partners, whatever, like homeboys I was sitting with, and he was a, hey, you got a bank account? Oh my god. I think I was like 27. I'm like, yeah, bank account. He's like, yo, let me make this deposit for you. That's an odd question. Something wrong with my, he, he, he was like, something wrong with my, my bank account. What if I need to cash this check for my um job or blah, blah. I'm like, okay, bro. So we go, we do the shit or whatever. And he was like, um, about like the next day, he was like, can I pick my money up? I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, because I'm not about to hold his money. He right. didn't even hit me with the, I'm finna flip your shit. I'm about to double your thing. He be on some friend shit. Like, yo, my shit fucked up. I'm trying to pay my motherfucking rent. I just need to use your account to get my my check cash. I'm like, bro, I got you. People lose their shit all the time. That shit's regular, you know what I'm saying? Right. Man, I can't right. name check for him. We go to the bank, he pulled the money out of the shit. Man, two days later, I always make five bands. To this day, I can't get an account back in America. You know what and so that means you're in a situation like, is you going to be violent or you going to let that shit slide? And yeah. Gonna but, yeah, yeah. Five, five bands, man. Right, man, right. I just, I just had a motherfucker five planes, take that out. 
No, I know what you mean. Win. But get smarter though. It's 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 yeah. a win in a sense, but but it don't feel like a win. It's tuition. Yeah, it, it yeah it's exactly. Tuition. You paying up front. You pay tuition for valuable knowledge. That particular situation, because like what I say, like when they when I say this shit come with a finesse and a smile, like this somebody I had been kicking it with, eating with, breaking bread with, smoking with. Yeah. I didn't have no reason to think this one like just a random nigga up here. This somebody been around every day. Like nigga, I know what you're trying to say. This nigga do not care. I've, I've heard nigga, though what you're saying. He ended a relationship over that, basically. Right? Like, yeah, it's right. Supposed to be cool. Right. Yeah, it's different. That's it's different. Crazy. Like, I get that. Yeah. Well, let, well, let's spin back the rap though. Um, we're gonna spin back. Who who in the game you feeling right now? Like who's your uh, who who are the artists like right now? You uh, kind of I love. I love Push. I love Push T. That, that man is iconic. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of him. You know what I'm saying? He's from my hometown. So, like, I support everything he's doing. That man's still dropping bars. And it's inspiring, especially because he's, like, a little bit older than me because it just showed me, like, you know what I mean? People like him. People like Two Chain. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know what I'm saying, OGs like that, I, I really, like, uh, appreciate, you know. Um, of course, we just had Nas just drop his project. Um, my best friend actually just had me listen to the joint with him and Lauren, um, El Boogie, and I just got like, yo, I'm just happy he's back. Um, I like uh, on some new school shit. I really fuck with Jordan Lucas, man. That man is, he's on another level. I just, he's on another level creatively. The things that he thinks about, talk about are very necessary. You know what I'm saying? People not making songs about some of them topics, and like his music definitely inspires me. Um, on another on another note, I like Lil Nas X and um, Todrick Hall. I think they're doing a lot for the LGBT community, and I'm proud of them. You know what I'm saying? They breaking breaking them glasses, breaking barriers, and making people uncomfortable in the best way. So like it's you know what I'm saying? There's some people there I like. Sweetie, you know what I'm saying? People be sitting on shorty like oh she can't rap. She is cute, and she is doing what she's supposed to be doing. Everybody don't got to be like. You know what I mean? Like just mm. rapping the crazy. This girl's rapping about what she know and what she do, and it's real. It's genuine. You know what I'm saying? That's why she got that fucking McDonald's bag. So it's, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking with, I can't now, can I tell you, can I tell you about, can I tell you the team? what's the boy's name? I was confused. Lil, what's the boy's I be looking at? Lil Dirk and the other one he look like. You know <laughs> who I'm talking about. I know Dirk. I'm talking about daughter. My daughter know what I'm talking about. But uh, little trippy red. Anyway. Oh, oh okay. Well, yeah, they... <laughs> I guess, I guess you could say they're looking like, but yeah, I, I know Dirk. Yeah, I know Dirk, I know Dirk and Trippy. But I'm just saying, about? like, I, like, with these young, with those, with those in that genre of music, I'm not super familiar with. I know this stuff when I hear it because on TikTok, mm. I'm like, come on, you know But, like, you ask me who I'm listening to, like, nigga, I'm still up Jay-Z. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, no, I, they know. Yeah, like, ain't, ain't, ain't no wrong with the blueprint. Right, right. I'm still playing that, so that's homework. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, right. That's awesome. I get so, that. Let me let me ask you a question, a question that I honestly you're probably uniquely qualified to answer. When uh mm-hmm. when Young MA came out, I was always a big fan. I was always a big fan, but I was always curious. I was like, is she gonna be the one to kind of blur this barrier? You know, the, the female thug rap, the way she was I was like, was she gonna be the one to blur this barrier? I was always I don't know, I was just it was one of the things I was curious about. Mm-hmm. From your perspective, how did you, you know, how did you view her and her career and how it's, I don't, I, I don't know if it's still I, going. I, I, I'm sorry I did not mention your mom. I fucked with Young M.A. Okay. Um, I listen to all the shit, watch all the videos. I do my best to support. Um, I hope that they were going to be the person to be able to just kind of like break. And I, and I feel like it's never the first one, too. 
Mm-hmm. It's never that first one, too. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's always the ones that come after. But I do feel like, you know, even Young and May sets the, sets the bar. And I'm not comparing them lyrically. Don't take this the wrong way. No, but no. Young and May sets the opportunity for Corley Ray to come in the industry the way she looked before that they had a hold of her. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Corley Ray was on some straight tomboy shit with that lady shit when she first came out. I was on Corley Ray like a couple years back, like three years ago. And she was I on her like tomboy me. shit, like a little baby stuff, like a little baby gay. I don't know her sexuality. She's like a little baby gay. You know, and I felt like had it not been for young MA, that young lady would not have been able to present herself the way that she did originally. I see. You know, so it's because, you know, the the industry does over-sexualize us. Oh, 100%. And black people, let me ask you this as a woman. Hold on, I'm sorry to even cut you off with that, but that was a powerful point. Like, let me ask you that as a woman. How, how is that? It's like trying to get serious business done and, and, and every person seemingly like in a powerful position is like wants to hump you. Like, how, how is that? Well, well, it's tougher because I'm out openly gay and married. So it's like, it's like, it's almost like this attitude that mm. people have towards me because they can't have me. They, they try harder. Crazy. It's like they take a challenge or something. They, it's like they, it's like a resent. Like not supposed to resent me. Like they oh. resent my faith. They resent me in faith. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Um, and and I and I've had most recently, like you know, saying a very famous DJ telling me like, I need to play a dumb blonde. I'm aggressive. I'm intimidating. I'm too smart. I'm all of these things that I could just. <laughs> what the hell is too down. smart? <laughs> Go ahead, though. Yeah, like, that was too smart. No, it was like it was, it was like if I can do all of these different things, then what can somebody else do? I'm like, you can do all these things that I can do to take that shit off my plate. What are you talking about? Oh, you know, man. but okay. you know, it was like they want me to dumb it down and play dumb blonde and all that. But I'm college educated. I see. You know what I'm saying? Like I read books. I own a lot of books. I'm 35. I can't play small for nobody, and I won't. So if this isn't working for you. It's gonna work for somebody. Somebody's not gonna pass up on this because they're want me to play small because they're a misogynist or a bigot and they want me to be, they want to take my motherfucking gender back to the 1920s no sir. Yeah. You know, so that's just, you know what, you're speaking though, you know, because it's a big, like, like, um, uh, it's a big thing in like the public media to say like, okay, we're progressing and all these things for women's rights and equality and things like that. But from you as a woman, like giving the stance, I think you being inside to be like, I mean, niggas are still trying to fuck daily. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's still this pressure yeah. of like yeah, sex yeah, before yeah. business. It's 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 still this it or is. or sex hand and in it, hand and with it, business. And unfortunately, it happens to the men too because a lot of gay men in this industry. So these young men getting bent over too. Y'all wonder why they came in there with shit. But you know, it's it's one of those things that, like I said, like it might not be the first person to go through. So while I might not be able to, you know what I'm saying? Um, completely shattered the feeling. I can at least mm-hmm. put enough of a crack in it to where the next young lady can get through. Okay. You know what I'm Because I'm not going to stand down. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to stand down. When I released my record, Riot, um, the DJ's like, Tony, you can't say that. Apple Music and Instagram, um, the FCC wrote me and was like, yeah, you, you, can, you can't, we're not publishing these lyrics. So they're not syncing my lyrics to the music. And they're like, you can't say that. Um, and I'll give a fuck. Right. Well, I do not give a fuck. No, I feel you on that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that. I remember him that Marshall Mathers LP uh 
and it had those blur. Can't remember the exact song, but it was they put the song out, but the lyrics were like, just blurred like to this day. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. oh, we're in, we're in audio. We know it's things you can't say. It's things you yeah. just can't fucking say. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't care how right or left you are. It's some yeah. shit you just can't say yeah. on a hot mic. But, <laughs> yeah, but it is, you know. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, man, like it is a struggle. Um, I'm, I do have, like, you know, we're able to see our analytics, so I'm able to actually tell oh, you, like, that's that, like, you know what I'm saying? So, 56 of my, my 56 percent of my fan base is male. Okay, are male. Oh, that's you know what I'm saying? And it, it's cool because I rap about bitches and shit. I go through with bitches. I'm not calling. I'm not talking about women. Mm-hmm. So I got a woman now. I'm talking about the bitches out here. I, I, I fucks with you. Like, hey, that, that, that was a real ass statement. I, <laughs> Go ahead. Like, I want to be clear. I'm not, I want people to understand. I choose the language I use for a reason. No, I get and that. I know I what you mean. How, how they carry themselves. I, pretty yeah, much. So, yeah. If so you want that shit. Like, if, if, a, if, a, if you ever had grimy ass bitches and grimy ass bitches in that play my album, you'd be like, man, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? So at the same time, though, you know, I have a fan base of women, you know what I'm saying, of, of gay women. And well, women. let me ask you, uh, in, in your marriage and your preference, is it a, uh, I guess, more masculine woman, kind of like with that role? Uh, yeah, I don't date sex. Oh, okay, okay. I don't date sex women. Yeah, I don't date sex women. I don't like lip gloss and shit. I, I don't like... <laughs> <laughs> are you... Are you... <laughs> Like I've done that shit before. Like I've had feminine girlfriends. They had like weave in their hair, and I'm like regulating after like bumps and stuff. What are you? Well, I'm going. Are you attracted to that? Obviously not. I mean, obviously saying you went through that like phase. I would say. When I first started dating women, I just was dating women. Like you know, saying like just like you probably had your first few girlfriends, and not the women you like no more. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. Oh yeah. 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 Look. I, I done like been on all like, on the spectrum. If you, if you related to like being in school, you only have a certain selection of people right. in the communities like that as well. Like, well, this bitch is only going out. You know well, what I'm saying? So I'm talking in this bitch. Well, let me, get, so, let me get in here with you. Let me get in here with you. All right, so with that, um, is let me say, uh, I guess when did you know, like, okay, I'm done with dudes. Like, I'm just totally done. Like, dudes, whatever. Like it when was a um, I can imagine so because, post, but hold on, so, let me let me get so in with. You. Well, let me ask this question though, to kind of come to compound it. Was it the process of society's like pressure? Yeah, because like my brother out of me now fourteen years old, and my mom was not gone for that shit. My family real religious. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. So when I got out of at fourteen. Like, my mom and me so real uncomfortable, so I just went ahead and just had a little boyfriends and just did that type of shit. Right. You know, I, I, even, like, but you weren't. Year, but like, you, hold on. Well, let me get in with you. But did, you were internally kind of like. No, I was gay and struggling with myself. And my boyfriends at the time, even like, I even married a dude. And he knew. He told me, like, man, yeah. I know you're gay. He was like, I know you're gay. He was oh, like, but when you, he was like, when you find, when you find a girl you want to talk to, just let me know. And I was like, okay. Cool. And it had took me a while to find the girl, like a type of girl, like, you know what I'm saying? It took me a while to navigate that. Like, okay. and so when I finally had to find a girl I want to talk to, I told him, he was like, man, I'm sick of your shit, I'm leaving. 
That was oh, see that that's that, so backdoor, yeah, that you know. Is, that, it was like it was like, <laughs> fake, it was like it was like fake support up front. And yeah, then, you know, just when to it's get time, yeah, yeah. When it's time to really yeah. be there. You're it's, like, <laughs> it's a renege. Yeah, he like, totally renege. It all back. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that, you know that was petty. You know the dip. You know, the dead ain't on Friday. He's like, I bet you ain't gonna get it. But you know, hey, go ahead. Hey, but let me ask, let me ask you this though. But do you kind of look at that situation like, okay, but that gave you the ability to like have the freedom to be happy? Is that yeah? Okay, okay. It's one of those you pay later. You you be paying up front. Only thing I regret is not living in my truth when I when I was young. Right. Okay. Just throughout. Yeah. But I got children. I got two beautiful children. I love them. And had I been, had I not lived in my truth during that time, I would have my kids. So everything happens for a reason. Like, God had a plan. Oh, yeah, 100%. But it right. was hard. Like, you know, like, I know a lot of people, especially, like, in, on the guy's side. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, with women, it's fetishized, sexualized, and it's, you know, it's mm. thought about differently. And it's wrong. But, like, the men, they have, especially black men, they have that shit so hard. And it shouldn't be really who you laying down with and what you prefer to do is not nobody's business. Like, nobody walks up to you like, when did you know you like girls? Right, right. How'd you figure that out? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, how'd you know you don't like men? You try that. Nobody does that to straight people. Nobody puts on, like, yo, you just uh, married uh, like, um, um, and think about, you know, like, on career shit, like, little kids, like, little kids be, like, five years old. Motherfuckers be like, is this your little girlfriend? That's your little boyfriend? Oh, like, trying to force, I see what you're saying with that. Yeah, people, yeah. people are weird. Gay people don't what? do that shit. We don't do that to kids. We don't do that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. weird. What is so it? It's a, I, well, I was going to say ahead. this. No, I was going to say this, though. There's a definite stigma between uh, gay men in the African-American community and all other communities. Because you'll see two gay white dudes walking down the street, and you'll just be like, oh, it's just two gay white dudes. But but if for some odd reason, it is like if you just saw two quote-unquote... At a young age, it's put on y'all that y'all need to be That that is that's definitely true. Um, oh, to 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 uh, go ahead and 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 phase us out. I'm gonna have to break the segment. But before we go, rapid fire. I was curious your top five rappers uh, in no particular order. No particular order. So you don't have to give me the number one rapper of all time. Whatever you can just. But your top five current current or or. Yeah, dead current or, or what? It that yeah, yeah, any, any specified any, dead or alive? Just period to okay, you. Me. Okay, all right, okay, go ahead. me. Okay, me. one. Big 
Tupac, Jay. Hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, Big. Push. All Big, right. Pop, Pop, Jay, uh-huh. and Push. I, I want to put Andre Who's in the fifth? honorable mention, but I put my name in there. Pushy. <sighs> Andre. I want to put Andre in there, but I, I would, put my name in there. I'm so sorry, Andre. You know what? I'm sorry. I could possibly argue, and maybe we can do this next show or, or next time we have a uh, next time we have I you. We could, I could possibly yeah. argue Andre over uh, over Big. I could do that. Andre three stacks. I could do that. I, if I you want to do I, that I, next I, I interview. Do what, what you want to do a versus? No. Ooh, we could actually. Bars. That's a great idea. I, I, I could. We could start setting up our own verses. Hold on, but you know what though? Black blasphemy. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I might argue that shit too though, because mm-hmm. because only because three was so cold, man. That motherfucking. Yo, that love You had to long. listen to them bars no. twice. Yeah. You had to listen to all his bars twice to understand them. <laughs> oh, Kermit and I is one of my favorite songs of all time. And they don't speak nothing but knowledge. But I was get because now I know what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was planting seeds in us. Like, a lot of us that's like, won't third ID calcified. Right. Was listening to him when he was a kid. And he was playing and we didn't even know what we were saying. He, you know what I mean? He, so, def- he definitely I, underrated my bad to cut you off. He definitely underrated, and it's a reason you got him at six. But we up against it. Um, look, next time we have you on, we'll talk about the three stacks. Uh, and if man, call me anytime, man, it's a pleasure. All right, ain't no worries. Oh, go ahead and plug your uh, platforms though, where people can find you. Hey, my name is El Capone. You can find me everywhere. It's just popping Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, all that. You can find me on all social media at It Pony Baby. Did I say the whole thing? Like trying to go for it. Pony baby, my name is Phil E L L E Capone, like the real G. All right, look, loved having you on. This was a good, uh, good yeah, sit good down, good yeah, for sure. Uh, and like you said, anytime I'll hit you up and you know, we schedule something, but uh, appreciate you, appreciate you coming on. Y'all be blessed. All right, you too. All right, peace. Hey, yo, we if back. You ever use the dual feature on a pull away lawn chair? You're getting fucking hammered. Think about it. You're, you're getting butt. If you need two liquid beverages to your left and right. Think, think about that, that stereotypical lawn chair. Oh, damn. I brought the bag upside down. <laughs> made, made of nylon. But it comes with two cup holders. Now ask yourself why. Bro, how busy? You're going left and right, man. What, what, what beverage is on the left and what beverage is on the right? Yeah, let's, look, let's play this game. Let's play this game. What if it's one's not even non? What, what if one's non-alcoholic? <laughs> Still, though, why why are you pinging back and forth? <laughs> even if even if you're not drinking alcohol, <laughs> why do you need two two cup holders on a chair? You're still getting busy. You're yeah, still getting busy. Either, either way, you fucking slice it. If you're trying to get to your diet coke, or you're trying to get to both of your Milwaukee's best, or you're going one and left, you're going drink. You're going drink maybe chase. And liquor, <laughs> maybe you're because the, the right pocket's a little deeper, so maybe you're going straight to liquor, then chase straight. To, you, you're getting hammered. You're making a lot of decisions in a, in a chair. A, there's no <laughs> in a chair. You're making a lot of physical decisions <laughs> in a chair. It just seems unnatural to have two beverages at one time. <laughs> no, for sure, it's not a natural state for anybody. Bonus content. We talk. You listen. We'll be right back. Guy grew up with. He literally, bro. I was, bro. He's literally. He be on the, the Instagram live 
flashing bands. He be having the Louis V and all this shit. He yeah. got a he got a kid that he ain't. I don't even think he's allowed to fucking see. Like he posted some right. pic, he posted some pictures with her on her birthday, talking about children and everything. Nigga look like a creepy uncle. <laughs> right. Didn't even look like it was his kid, man. The kid's kind of like yeah. leaning towards mom. Nigga was cold fake, but it's funny because the nigga changed his name on Instagram to Andy the Juger. And I was like, wait, and I remember, and it was scratching the back of my brain for like weeks. And I, I had to look up, I had to look it up on Urban Dictionary. I was like, if I'm not mistaken, man, is he is he literally calling himself Andy the Andy the Thief? Huh. We're, we're <laughs> gonna get, we're gonna we're gonna get to the bit in a second, but but that's a good point. Hey, listen, social media made it so apparent about how many people did not get the temperature of what the fuck they're putting out there and doing. It, it made it very away. You were I, like... I, I literally looked the words up to jug. I was like, what does this mean? And it was like, to finesse, to get over on the next person. It was literally... I was like, so you changed your name to, to, to basically... To Andy, the, the guy finesser. Who, who finesses and or tears people off. <laughs> but but it's amazing how people... But I knew it, though. When he, when he had the bands on there, the first thing that popped in my mind, just, just knowing the guy growing up... I was only grew up with him for a little bit. Uh. Just knowing that he's not a person of any particular skill set of any sort. <laughs> I know well, what you mean. Holding that what? much money, I was like, you're scamming. Like, yeah, you, I get what you're saying. You yeah. gotta be scamming. I know what you mean. This nigga's running check scams, man. Yeah. <laughs> And that's and that's the problem, yo. That's the problem with social media. That these people have a platform to do this shit on. Like that is the like it needs to be regulated. I I, I don't know what show I was on, but I'm telling you, it, it came to a topic where I just was like, look, the internet is the wild west. It's a place that people went out, and yeah, it has a little bit of law, but who's really enforcing that shit? Oh yeah, like who? Yeah, it's not. It's a, like that Dave Chappelle skit when he did. What if the internet was a place you could go to? Like, <laughs> that place would be fucking gross, man. <laughs> <laughs> be ninety percent porno. <laughs> that place would be fucking gross, man. Oh, man. If the be, internet be, was a place you could go to, like be porno libraries and TikTok, like that'd be it. Niggas, niggas sawing each other's yeah. heads off and shit, man. Like but just, just the sheer lawlessness of the things you can find on the yeah. web, just for just, just a simple search. You know, in this topic, let's 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 actually figure out and debate how valuable is the internet. Now, not the the ability, cell phones are valuable between calling each other. How valuable is really the internet? It's invaluable. What you mean, man? It's it's the think oddest, about it. It's the oddest resource that we got along totally fine with before it came, and now it's crippled us completely as a society because without, bro. But who's utilizing? Think, think about it, yo. If the internet were to just go out for a week, no. just just seven days, seven days of no internet, bro. we might the world may end. It wouldn't. The world may stop spinning. Seven days of no internet working, the world may stop spinning. How are people going to well, get to where they're going? Okay, I, I see what that. <laughs> okay, how oh. is anything going to happen? Uh, let me line the combo. Okay, so yes, in that regard, that we're operating solely off internet now. Yes, one hundred percent. But let's let's think about it. Let's say it was okay. Let's take that out. Let's say the whole world wasn't on Wi-Fi like it is. Um, let's say things could operate. Through the methods that they are, because the only reason, let's be real, that we're even shifting to the the satellite waves and and, and the uh, Wi-Fi waves, in my opinion, is to get deeper in that rabbit hole. But my my real premise is kind of like, do we need to be in that rabbit hole? How convenient is the internet? Granted, information so, at so your fingertips. So you're talking about. So you're talking about not necessarily connectivity. But that's what I was gonna about, say. You're talking about. Well, like that's my point. Web pages, like no, that, but surfing that's, the web. But that's my point. That's the only thing the internet brings us is connectivity. Just connects us to each other. Now, granted, we can do a lot of things a yeah. lot more efficient. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. But okay, maybe I'm saying the ending in a social realm. Yeah. Then that's what I'm saying. Okay, let's take it in perfect way to evolve the the. Uh, 
the uh, the question then. Fine. Let's say social, uh, not social realm, but the uh, economic realm and, and the function day-to-day can't be gone without. Right. But there's no job with accessible internet anyway to you and your per. How much is personal internet really necessary? How much is a personal? People don't want you talking to them anyway. Right. That's right. the thing. Like, like I, right. I can I be. See, I, I see can what be. You're gen- I can be. Yeah, I didn't say it the right re- way. Recreational part. Like how? Yeah. Much, yeah. How useful is recreational internet? Should that be? A, yeah. Should that be yeah. in, in Timmy's I, hands? I, I, I see you're just saying. That wants to stop recreational <laughs> use of the, how necessary is con- constant recreational use yeah. of the internet. I but I, but I think we got there together. We yeah. we got there together because if you didn't push back, I would have never thought like, okay, well, whatever. Because it did make me think like, how how's the world running? Yeah. 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 To that point, it's valuable, but we've also given it to 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 Susie Lou down the street. Right, the you gentleman know comes home, sits on sits yeah. on the couch, and is oh, on the phone. OnlyFans. Yeah, just, no, granted, it's, bro, it's did you hear about OnlyFans? I heard it. October. I hear, I, I hear we like, gotta get Toker. Bro, bro, we gotta get the Toker. I, 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 I sent it to him in the group chat or something. He was like, "Man, it, I think that shit is only like the people that are doing like shit porn and all the weird shit." Or whatever. No, I don't. I and think I like, no. I think yeah, it's vaginal. I, I was like, intercourse. I was like, I was like, this literally looks like they're saying you can put up new. Photos and videos, but you are not yeah. making home pornography. There's anymore. no vaginal intercourse. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's zero vaginal like, you intercourse. Put up home porn. But my thing is, I, I was thinking this though. I was like, niggas are just so fucking creepy, nigga. The fact that you can still put up nude photos oh, and videos was is enough to keep. It's enough to keep households up. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's enough still to keep the meter spinning. Yeah, you know, Listen, what I mean? it's just gonna be bitches they're, twerking. They're just gonna sell pussy on it's, other platforms. It's now. gonna be bitches twerking. So they'll sell the pussy on Snapchat. Look, we're breaking. Come back, epic episode. Our first taste test. Um, don't go nowhere. We talk you. Later. All right. So final round. I'm gonna give the. Opinion on the chicken sandwich, Slim's chicken or Slim chicken, whatever it's called, whatever it's called, <laughs> Slim chickens. All right, so yes, that, that's where the point. Hey, I knew I it was a parenthesis. I should have known somewhere. it was a black. I should have known it was black owned when I seen that name. <laughs> slim, like chickens. slim chickens. Oh, ain't no white man starting no business called Slim <laughs> chickens. Oh no, but couldn't done it this good. Let me say this: healthy yeah. size sandwich. Uh, it came with um. Damn, I wish I could give y'all a name. I did. I did. The name is is missing me right now, but it comes with. Fried onions, uh, lettuce, and some other sauce. I put garlic parmesan, and then I went with a little spicy barbecue. Overall, it gets four and a half. No, honest to God, I, I mean, it's five. It's five flims. It's the best chicken sandwich. <laughs> five flims. It's the best. I, I dare myself to think of a better fucking chicken sandwich that I ever just had. I've never had. A I've yeah, the, the fact, and the this fact is that it's been built. sitting on a counter for like 45 minutes yeah. and was still that good. I, I wasn't even going to plug the name of this place, too. Don't think this is a bit. Right. I wasn't even going to plug the name of this place. No, I ain't going to hold uh, you. Uh, that, for, for geographical reasons, I just didn't want to plug the name. That sandwich was great. Uh, it's it, 45 minutes old. I'm like, I, I am like, I'm like, bro, how, how good would that have been piping hot? It's like, 45 minutes old. <laughs> no, that's true. How good would that chicken have been piping hot? It's fucking, it's savory, too, because I can still taste it. It's a new segment. It's and I can sauces. <laughs> All right, so we're we going to kind of rush through. <laughs> we, <laughs> it's savory. We're still tasting the chicken. I am still tasting that sandwich. Look, but l- loved it. Totally loved it. So we're going to test the Inferno, and then we got to interview, um, look, Kay Price. Uh, it's been a friend of mine for I don't know how long. Um, so uh, she's a promoter, though, so we're going to talk to her. Uh, get her. She actually called in at the end of the chicken segment. Uh, if you were already previously listening, so if not, go ahead and spin back. Chicken segment is super fun, super good. Um, but listen, eat at Slim Chickens. 
All right, I got it five right this flims. time. Yeah, but it's getting five flims. It was the best fucking. T- yeah, and and that, this is no. This is. I have no reason to say this. Yeah, like you was, said, it was a forty-five minute <laughs> old chicken sandwich, and I mean, goddamn, if it wasn't juicy, I, yeah, I, buttery, I, I, I and delicious. I can't see a chicken sandwich yeah. from anywhere <laughs> holding its integrity <laughs> like that for forty-five minutes in so the bag. They're putting butter yeah. in that batter. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's sauces out the out. You know, 16, 17 different sauces you can pick from. Price range, price point wasn't bad How for the was most it? of. Five ninety nine for the best sandwich I've ever had. Yeah, that was a great ticket. Yes. Five ninety nine. They charge you that for a Big Mac that won't decompose. <laughs> you can get a un. You can get a that, undecomposable that, that, sandwich. That Big Mac and bread gonna look exactly the fuck. It's gonna taste like hell. It's gonna look exactly the same. It's, it's the same price as a fillet of fish. Is that bull? This was this sandwich was amazing. I'm telling you, they're not knocking you over the head either. Uh, great business. Here we go with Inferno Dips, and then we're going to uh, punch Kendra up. But here we go. All right, I'm definitely scared, terrified out of my life. I'm not even a big really? hot food I'm, guy. I'm trying. Hold up. This, this is a radio bit. I'm going to go before man, stacks. I got me, me, and my, me and my cousin Game Share, man. I, I no. bought that Madden, man. This nigga just won't stop hitting me about the Madden, man. <laughs> no. The badges and shit. You got to reaffirm that purchase. So I'm going before stacks. I'm dipping. This is the hottest sauce they have at Slim Chickens. I'd have a healthy dip, too. It's 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 not a punk ass dip. This yeah, is a healthy let dip. It, let me get in there, man. We got about a bite size. Okay, I'm already feeling the heat. We got some immediate heat. It done. It hit me so. Oh, but stacks is double. Now I ate my whole piece. I kind of bitched out because because my choice, man. That's my nose that's is flavorful. The heat, the heat's coming on the back end, though. Oh man, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> intensifying. Look, the, heat, the heat's coming on the back end. We'll bring you in the next segment. Oh yeah, we need some wings. We need to get the wings. Bro. Yeah, dipped in this. Yeah, we need we need to get some wings <laughs> tossed in this sauce. That's the next one, and see if we can do a segment eating yeah, through the. We're gonna pile on it. Yeah, hot wings, fucking segment, like whatever that fucking show is. <laughs> Look, next time we come back, it'll be me, K. Price, Stacks. Don't go nowhere. And we back another episode of We Talk You Listen, powered by the amazing Rodecaster Pro. If you don't have a Rodecaster Pro and you're into the audio interface game, I suggest that you go ahead and pick that item up. It'll change the way that you record whatever you're trying to record, whether that's music, whether that's uh, audio podcasts like this, whether that's radio syndicated broadcast. I firmly re- uh, recommend the Rodecaster Pro. I'm going to bring on Kendra. I'm here with Stacks, though. I'm going to bring on Kendra, who is a good friend of mine. And see how she's been. Kendra, how you been? Oh, I've been great. Thank you. How about um, yourself? Well, uh I've I've seen you uh it looks fun from your stories. Let's start there. The stories I've seen, uh looks like you've been having having yourself a good time. So so how is that um is that is it is it fun you've been having or is it more like work centric? Give, give, like, give me some context. I don't follow none of y'all on social media. Give me oh, some context. Here. Oh, well, I feel like a lot of club atmosphere. Am, okay, I, wrong, am okay. I wrong or right on that? You you can correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, it's definitely all work. It's all network. Um, I definitely have an entertainment company that I have to basically be out here um, networking. <laughs> okay. So, so, hold, um, on, so, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So, so with a uh, networking company, what is being out here? Like, what is what does that entail? Because, yeah, well, what does that entail? Like, is it, I mean, I guess nightlife networking. Is it sometimes daytime networking? Like, what's the end? Yeah, of course. Out? So, um, yeah, so I have a consulting company as well. 
and we do a lot of um, business development. So that entails a lot of daytime networking as well. We're heavily involved in the gaming industry, which is up and coming in the D.C. area, um, for one. Uh, so Hold on, that, slow down, because I'm, I'm a game. Uh, what kind of game? Like, is it like, 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 yeah, what like is, betting? Like what about to say? That's what I was thinking, gambling. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So, That's proactive, yeah, too. So yeah, so uh-huh so it's very new and um so we're we're heavily involved in that industry right now okay. um and again business development um procurement as far as like if you have a company your contracting company what so have you and you are trying to you know get contracts government contracts private contracts things like that oh that's close, um, that's close. Oh, also you know with the entertainment company we do live music so um, we offer artists to come and perform with a live band, live instrumentals. We also do a live recording each month where we have um, different artists just come and just create. So you don't, it's nothing that you've done before. You basically, um, so in the past, um, you know, the artists have a conversation mm-hmm. and based on that conversation, they ended up turning that to a song. And that song, basically um, from that song, it, it, it turns into an NFT. Mm-hmm. And so, if you know, once you get enough of the NFTs, once you get enough of the exposure, you know, something like that. So that's the whole point of that. But the, um, of course, the shows are the showcases for artists to do. But again, we, you know, we do live music. Okay. Has this been, has that been a hard avenue to like uh, solidify yourself in? Or is it more so something because it's, has upstarting trends and, and progressions like the gambling and, and innovations that have never been allowed before? Uh, kind of like, no, you can get in where you fit in. Um, I definitely believe you can get in where you fit in. Because of those progressive opportunities that, like, because it's like, you never know yes. what's... Okay. I was yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Utilizing what? and um, perfecting your skills, uh, being able to tie that in and some in some way is always beneficial in every... What, what are the skills? Industry. What are the skills? Listen, that's up to you. That's up <laughs> to you to develop within yourself. Okay. Well, what are, what do you... Uh, unless you don't want to give away a secret, but what do you particularly feel like, okay, this is um, what I, you know, can like pretty much gravitate a client and or whatever? Effectiveness. Um, everyone likes to be able to, um, if you can't create the vision, see the vision, and then be able to execute the vision. So. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So the live music, you said, you said you y'all y'all put y'all have uh basic y'all like promote artists with live music. I'm sorry, you kind of flew by that when I was uh, I'm trying to catch back up. Yeah, no. So basically, we provide a platform for artists to come and perform with a live instrumental. So gotcha. we have um, different pianists, uh, drummers, uh, drummers. Excuse me. Um, you know, bass players, guitar players, like all types of uh, people um, within our network. And and then, of course, you know, the artists, uh, singers, rappers. Um, we even have some spoken, you know, like this guy, he does like spoken word, like rap. It's, it, it's different. But yeah. that's it with a live band. It, it's on another level. And no one's doing that. 
I'm be honest. So no one's creating that platform because DC, which is so sad, you know what I mean? It's so sad with all the resources, with all the people that we have within DC, the connections that we can't con- that we can't create a hub like New York or like how artists go to New York or how they go to um, LA to develop themselves. There's no reason why they can't do that here. And basically starting with creating that lane and getting artists to really be able to create again, really feeling like an artist, you know what I mean? Because anybody can like, you know, hear a beat, oh, and then like, you know, rap to like, it, it, it's not, creating music is making you feel anything anymore. Like the music right. that's being created right now is not making you like feel, you know, it's, right. it's no, just like, that. oh, okay. It's just, you know, my body just can't help but to like, you know, move because like the beat is just so intense, but like something that you actually have to think about, like, Oh wow. You know, this is, this is impactful or the, you know, like something that actually moves you. Like it's not happening anymore. And it's just because it's so easy to just put out instead of just actually creating. That, so honestly, we that just, brings you know, bring, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry, but that, that actually no, brought no. me to a, a question I've been wanting to ask you as you've been, as I'm listening to you, I'm curious. Cause it's like, I, that's definitely, you know, I can definitely see the platform stuff you provide for the, the people that are really doing it. You know what I mean? The artists that are true to it, mm-hmm. the people that are really trying to get hurt. But I'm like, how do you, I'm curious, how do you, we, you know, how do you decide who you guys give a platform to in a sense? Cause you know, every, everybody raps, everybody's, everybody's a poet. Everybody, everybody has something mm-hmm. to plug, whether they really do or don't. And I'm just like, how do you, how do you differentiate who you deal with? Cause like, I'm pretty sure some jokers have tried to get a platform and y'all got to sit there and listen to them. And it's like, if they're representing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like a representation of you and what you do to a degree because you're providing them this platform. So you're kind of standing beside them as, as a business. You know, your business is kind of standing beside them. So how do you guys decide, well, how do you, you know, make, uh, you know personally decide, like, yo, we're going to get, you know, we come through, we're going to message you or it's like, Honestly, sir, we can't do anything for you. Like, <laughs> I mean, sometimes I, you know, I don't like. Uh, okay, so there's always a screening, right? There's always a screening process, and mm. honestly, to even be in the most humblest way for you know for you to even talk, be worth my time. Talk, there you go, talk it. You know what I mean, like. For you to be worth my time, you need to have music out. You need to have a history. You need to have some type of... If you don't have a strong fan base, you need to have connections. What, what is as a strong fan base? Talk about Instagram sorry? followers, just, streams, just like, just, you know, what, what is considered Just like, generals, where, what would grab your attention? Yeah. All the above. All the above. No, no, no. Oh, I mean, no, I mean all the following. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm... I'm I mean, I'm trying to, I'm talking ballpark a little bit, but, uh, yeah. Oh, numbers? Yeah, yeah. no, okay. so if you don't have, like, maybe a strong following on social media, or if you're able to, like, if you have uh, maybe connections, um, like, if you have a strong network, you know? So, for example, like, I may not have a lot of followers on Instagram because I don't use social media in that way, but I have a strong network, you know what I mean? So, like, I have power like I, I in a way like the people my network is consisted of power so anything that I wanted to do in life I would be able to do it's not about based on how many followers I have on Instagram so my that's how I value my network and that's 
you know what I mean, that worked for me in the way that I become successful. But for some people and what they do, it's kind of beneficial for them to have a strong following um, as far as like on Instagram or, you know, yeah, I was going to say, social- how, how can you rap without being on, uh, being on social media or Instagram? Now? Like, how can exactly. you say, Hey, I'm a rapper, so you but need I don't to be Instagram. able to utilize. Exactly. Exactly. So you need to be able to utilize the resources available to you that make that beneficial for you. Right. That makes sense. And that's one of the easiest ones. So um, for marketing yourself and your music and everything like that. So anyway, back to your question. Um, the, a strong following um, or network um, and you have to be hungry, you know, and you have to be consistent. Okay. Um, and also, I mean, of course you have to be able to have some talent. So like if you just don't sound good, then again, you won't get past that screening process. But if you, if I hear potential, other people on my team hear potential, we're going to move you forward. Because, again, that's all about developing. Maybe you have the talent, but you don't have the look. Maybe you have the look, but you necessarily can work on the talent a little bit. We're going to figure it out, you know what I mean, to make it together, like to bring it together. So it's. It sounds you know, like a meeting the interscope. <laughs> it, sounds, it, sounds, it sounds like some joke is going into a. It sounds like that Bobby Smarter uh, boardroom joint where he was on the table. I, I'm imagining you and your associates around the table, like, man, you better wow me. <laughs> you better, better, better make it look good. <laughs> Got you in here. But, but honestly, to circle back around, I'm going to say, just listening to the way you talk, I can tell you, I can tell you're a professional and I can tell this is something you're very passionate about. So I know you've got to have a story for us of. Like, who was the, the, the biggest waste of your time? Like, somebody that was just, you know what I mean? You you thought this was a good idea and a good investment and just turned out to be a total waste of your time. Ah. Goodness. Inst- um, I feel like instantly someone came. <laughs> you ain't got no names, of course. No, na- no, yeah, no, no names, names right, of right. course. No names. Yeah, just. No, no, no. Um. Honestly, I haven't really invested in anyone that I felt like was a waste of time because through that screening process, like it's very intense. So if I if I invest in you, then I mean, it's it's a long like I haven't I haven't had any some bad some bad acts have hit your door. Some some some, 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 DMs, some messages, some some less less connect. What what is that? Of look course, like? you do have people that like are just you know not there. Like they don't know. Their <laughs> and, and that's what I that's what I attribute that to. They just don't know their sound. You know what I mean? Because okay. if they want to do music, they keep doing music. They feel like they have something. You know what I mean? As a one of producer, two as a uh, a person with vision, you have to be able to see past what you hear and you know up front, and then look at look at what what's actually being one said, how it's being delivered, and again the look because again if necessarily if you don't have the talent but you have a look. Guess what? We gonna get you a modeling or something like that. Like it, it, she said it's we something. Get you modeling. Like you know, you you gotta pivot. Life is all about success. Life, success in life is all all about pivoting. You know, something's right, not yeah. working. Adaptability. Something, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Something. You know what I mean? Change it up. Like if that's if you want to be successful. If you don't care. If you want to be lazy. Like if you just you know. 
I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna and lie. That sounds heartbreaking. Like, same thing. It sounds heartbreaking. Huh? I, it sounds heartbreaking. I reach out to you because you know I got my mixtape out. I got about fifty spins on Spotify, and you tell me, man, you should just go into modeling. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm gonna be a little crushed. Like, <laughs> listen, listen. When you go, when you go and meet with these executives, when you go, you talk about you know round table and things like that. And it's so when you go to like places like. Um, you know, uh, rock nation and they sit and you perform for them or you play your music, you do whatever. And they, they sit up there and they're very honest. You know what I mean? Don't have time to waste. Like, it's like, okay, like I don't want to waste your time or mine, but this is what I see. Your music's not hitting, but you know, like, let's see what we can do here. Like, I like your, like, you can't sing, but you know, I like your music. So maybe you can songwrite. So it's, it's, it's very, <laughs> I mean, it's cutthroat. Yeah, it is, it is. and you got to be thankful that somebody just says, oh, okay, thank you, and then never call you again, you know what I mean? At least you're right. useful for something, you is know it, what I mean? So it's, let me ask sorry. you this. No, my, my bad to cut you off. Uh, is there any talent you've ever passed on you regret it? Of course. Okay. People course. that went on the shine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would say yeah, I wanted this. this one, yeah. No, go ahead, I'm there, sorry, go yeah. ahead. No, 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 there was this one, um, and uh, he he's pretty dope, and I regret not capitalizing when I had the opportunity. Yeah. But but that's every scout. Like that's the that, that's the game. Like I love sports, and I love actually, actually I love more off the field sports than like on the field sports. But I get that mm-hmm. like, just looking, evaluating, seeing, like predicting. It 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 is something like. I'd be wondering now with social media and everything, though, like, is there, is it possible for the, you know, the, the true old school indie artist to probably like the dude that's in his fucking basement <laughs> working at Walgreens or something, but like, nigga, you, you put a beat on yeah. this nigga just rips you up. And it's like, <laughs> like, is there a lane for this guy to, to actually develop and be something where he don't use Instagram? He's not on Twitter. Like, he's just literally talent. It's, you know what you I mean? Know what I can talent itself get you anywhere in the world these days? I would like think. it used to be. Mm-hmm. Talent itself used to be a change your life, but I feel like now it's like talent itself is just, it's not even enough anymore. Like you can have the talent. It's, and not, still enough. it's not enough. It's not enough. Not if you want to use your talent because talent is still will get you somewhere, but, but somebody else will capitalize on your talent. But if you want to be successful on your talent, sometimes it's not enough. You're absolutely right. Right. No, that's hundred percent true. Did I get that? No, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Um, 